If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome to Starting Something Else. I'm Yancy Crozier. I'm joined by McBiggity Marty Sleever over there. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for having me. This is wonderful. And we are talking about the Game Awards. Yes. Whose nominations have recently been announced. Now, mm-hmm. I have very deliberately not looked at the nominations up to now. You're mm-hmm. getting raw reactions. This is yeah. pure <laughs> podcasting sex right here. I feel I feel like this is like what uh, I think at E3 Nick was uh, going over the big the big reveals to you and 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 had you yes. <laughs> had to react to it in real time. Yep, just popping balloons one by one. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be shit. That's gonna be shit. That's gonna be shit. Yep. Now the yep. game awards have a certain reputation in my eyes. Yeah, they very rarely seem to focus on the actual quality of the games or you know mm-hmm. cultural importance or whether or not they pull off what they succeeded to do and generally it tends to be more focused on how much existing profile the games have yes um i think uh if i look back at the list of the last five winners and mm. uh if you were just to ask me what are five of the biggest games of the last five years these would be it yeah, we had we had uh, the Last of Us Part Two last year, uh, Sekiro the year before, God of War, Breath of the Wild, and Overwatch. Very so those. Yes, yeah, very yeah. tiresomely predictable, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Uh, I, I do think, as a whole, the show started out uh, like like over ten years ago, uh, very bad, mm. and I think as a production, it's gotten less bad. So that's good. That's moving in the right direction. Well, that's something, I suppose. Yeah. So what you're saying uh, it is, is also, it's uh, gotten sparklier. It has gotten sparklier. It has gotten sparklier. And I, unlike you, I am still a sucker when I hear the the thunderous voice that says world premiere. <laughs> I get a I get a I get a tremor. I get the vapors when I hear that. Now I do know one game that got nominated because Jack told me on a okay. previous stream. Was it in it was it a certain <laughs> indie game? It was a certain indie game, yes. <laughs> a certain indie game with some voice talent in it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, so I know yeah. that 12 Minutes got nominated yeah. for Best Indie Game. My favorite joke about that was people saying that it got robbed and that it should have been nominated for Best Family Game. <laughs> I did. I like, I like that quite a bit. So I see what you did there. I did. I, hey, that wasn't even my joke. I stole that from several funnier people on, on Twitter. Hey, three Super Chats in. We haven't had a single green one yet. They're all yellow. Let's try to keep this streak going. Oh, my gosh. Yes, yellow what means... Color. Not quite as small amount of money as green, but not quite as big <laughs> as red. So we're not saying that we need a red one in, but I'm just saying that. Well, that, you know, red's good, good too. Just keep it. Let's keep it nice and autumnal, shall we, Chad? Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right. Well, might as well get it over with. Snap off the uh, limb. So uh, we discussed before we went live. You probably don't want to uh, do categories like best esports coach. Now let's start at the top. Let's start with the big ones. Okay, start with the biggies. Uh, we'll just start right at the top. Game of the year. There are uh, uh, six nominees, okay. and according to the category, it is recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. Six okay. nominees. Six nominees. Okay, well, let's think about this. There hasn't really been anything that's like a huge Last of Us 2-style big event this year. Uh-huh. So what do they usually fall back on? I'm going to say Call of Duty's in there. It's not. <gasps> Gasp. Which Call of Duty might have been uh, either, maybe it was a victim of them reading the room and being like, well, maybe we shouldn't award Activision things this year. Oh, uh, but also they have a very uh, uh, interesting cutoff. So it is the game of the year, but technically the game from uh, like January 1st to, to October 31st. Yeah. So you're not... Yeah, so we're not going to see any uh, Halo Infinite on here. We're not going to see any, uh, you and I just mentioned playing Solar Ash. We're mm. not going to be seeing anything like that. So it is, it is the, the game for the best 85% of the year. Right. Uh, someone in the chat gave away Deathloop was a nominee. Is mm-hmm. that in there? Yeah. I that it is. It's, 
I think it's one of the most, uh, probably the most awarded game, or in the most categories, I should say. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. We uh, acknowledge innovation. No, really. <laughs> All right. Oh, let me just, I just need to uh, remind myself what games actually came out. Yeah. I, spent, I need to get my... Yeah. Uh, a, a couple of them were, were a while ago. A couple of them were like uh, late spring. So right. that's, a, that's a long time ago. Let's my episode guide out. What wouldn't have been out in time last year? Yeah. Spider-Man Miles Morales? No, no. I think the only last year game that was out late enough to get some nominations this year was Cyberpunk in categories like Best RPG, which is very funny. Well, I have to pad that category out somehow. (laughs) They can't let the weebs fully take over. All right, we've established. Uh, oh, Resident Evil Village. Resident Evil Village. That's yes, in the Game yes. of the Year's list. That's it. That's in Game of the Year, which was kind of surprising to me because I feel like I, I, I enjoyed Resident Evil Village, but I, I doesn't feel like anyone is still talking about that game. You know, four or five months later, six months later, however long. Well, it, was. it had meme appeal. It, it had did some meme appeal. Yeah, it had the tall lady. People yeah. love that tall lady. It's had mummy milkers. Oh jeez, <laughs> that's that's a that's a straight shot to game of the year right there. Yeah. Okay, so Deathloop, uh, Resident Evil Village. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is tricky, actually. Returnal. No, I think that is the game that the most folks feel like was snubbed. Oh, okay. Because uh, it feels like when that game came out, it had like a moment and, and folks were talking about it and it was saying like, oh, what a technical achievement. And your controller was making noises and doing rumbles. And mm. um, yeah, uh, it got a lot of nominations. It got nominations for best direction, but not for game of the year. So whatever the fuck that means. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, Psychonauts 2. Yep. Aha, Psychonauts that's, 2. That's in yeah. idea. I guess Death also Loop, got a lot of nominations. Yeah, I guess Deathloop kind of ate Returnal's lunch in terms of the uh, bringing to the mainstream of the roguelike sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, and maybe just by the end of the year, people were kind of exhausted at the the whole time loop thing. Like we got a lot of them this year. All right, I guess this is going to be a tough one for me to guess. I'm just going to be listing off all the like the big games I can see here. Metro- yeah, I, Met- I think Metroid- you've done three or you've done ZPs on the rest of them. Okay. I think on all of these. Yeah, Metroid Dread is that in there? Yep, Metroid Dread is on there. So that's the the the, the little the carrot for Nintendo fans. Yeah, it, it deservedly. I th- I think it's it's good. I think that game holds up as well as the other games on this list. Uh, it's got a profile, but you know, I don't, yeah, I wouldn't say it was a major step forward or anything. No, I think a lot of this also uh, uh, points to what was just relatively weak year in terms of mm. games, um, which is understandable because this is, you know, smack dab in the middle of a pandemic. So, so that's understandable. Six nominees. We have two left. Two left? Yeah. Two left I haven't got. Yep. Surely not Far Cry 6. Not Far Cry 6, no. Okay. no. See how I'm hedging my bets there. Yeah, no, these other two were, were I, I would say, uh, mostly beloved by the folks who played them. One is an exclusive, and one uh, isn't, I think, is like debatable if it's an indie or not. Debatable as whether it's indie or not. Huh. Uh, yeah, uh, its developer is, is independent, its publisher certainly is not. It takes two. It does take two. Because yep. <laughs> that was published by EA. Mm-hmm. Yes, that suddenly hit me in the head. Yeah, but it feels like that is the game that's sort of carrying the like the indie torch. Um, there's always you know, one, when... isn't there? There's one, there's, they pick one indie game and they just nominate yeah. it for like half a dozen things to yeah. show, that, <laughs> show that they've got indie cred. Yeah, I think we we saw that with with stuff like Hades and stuff yeah, like uh, uh, Spirit Fair, Cuphead. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like uh, tokenizing the indie games. Okay. Well, actually, I'm just going to go off what Nick put on the thumbnail of today's podcast and say the last one's probably Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. It is. There you go. <laughs> so spoiled by your own thumbnail. See, that's a lot of. See, that's a, there's a couple of, like, uh, innovators and then a whole bunch of Me Too games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Ratchet yeah. & Clank, Ratchet & Clank, colon, another one. Yeah. Yeah. Very that's, pretty. Yeah. 
Very sparkly, but definitely another one. Resident Evil colon, another one. Mm -hmm. Metroid colon, another one. All right. Yep. That was all pretty predictable, I guess. Yeah. See, there's so the other, what, like, it's hard to predict what the rest of the one's going to be because it really feels fucking arbitrary what counts as, you know, best direction and what best action adventure. No, tr the, the best game direction is, is just strange, just as awarded yeah. for outstanding creative uh, vision and innovation in game direction and design. Yeah, I'm not even going to try guessing those. Those could be fucking uh, anything. Just list them all. Well, there's only five of them, and four of them were Game of the Year nominees. I'm pretty uh, so sure that, that happens pretty much every year, yeah. Most yeah. of the game direction nominees are also <laughs> Game of the Year, because surely if a game is Game of the Year material, it must have had good direction. That's the same, and and if it if you use the Oscars as an analog, it's almost always at least four of the five are um, yeah. you know direct carryovers. So Deathloop, yeah. it takes two, Psychonauts two, uh, Ratchet and Clank, and then uh, like we mentioned before, Returnal. So sorry, Resident Evil Village and Metroid Dread, but your games didn't have good enough direction for best game direction, but I they can, were good enough to be games of the year. I can guess I can see a sort of kernel of sense there. Those were two of the Me Too games. But it's also funny because the rest of the, like, Deathloop, It Takes Two, and Psychonauts Two have uh, uh, individuals that you're like, oh, Tim Schafer at mm. Double Fine, or, or, you know what I mean? Or, or uh, yeah, who's the, 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 the dude who makes games where there's two protagonists. The, yeah, yeah. The dude yeah. who makes all of those games. Yeah, whereas, like, Metroid Dread's director was what like some i think mercury seems spanish or italian some guy I've no, yeah. i don't know I've no, i don't know who the director is so yeah so, so games with faces on the, yeah yeah the like this is like a kojima ass yeah. kojima award like i'm surprised they didn't like just nominate the death stranding director's cut this year like yep you get it again this year i mean you could read best direction as like you know uh best uh you know um consistency in like tone and stuff and i wouldn't yeah. say that about it takes two that game, no, that no. game is fun, but it's all over the fucking place. Yeah, it's an absolute kitchen sink. Like yeah. the, the the man had no one to say no, which is I don't know was nice for an experience, but I don't know if that means best direction. All right, what's our next category? Uh, best narrative, another five. Uh, three Ooh. games have been already mentioned. Two games we have not spoken about yet on this show. Interesting. All right, I'm going to say um, Psychonauts two. Yep. I'm going to say it takes two. Yes. Best narrative. Ooh. Hmm. See, going by the standards of the Game Awards, it could be Death Loop or it could be the other one, Ratchet and Clank. Mm -hmm. uh, I did mention, I believe Death Loop is nominated for almost every category possible. All right. so. so let's say yep. it's Death Loop. There you go. Okay. So we have uh, Death Loop, It Takes Two, and Psychonauts 2. That leaves two more games. Best narrative that we have best, not spoken about today. Best narrative that hasn't come up yet. How indie would you say these ones are? Uh, one is not indie at all, and the other one is even is less indie than it takes two, but slightly more indie than the other ones. I see. Yeah. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy wouldn't have come out sooner. Uh, yep. Right? Yep. What? It is. What? Yeah. What? That is best narrative. <laughs> oh. I think that managed to just uh, slide in. Like, maybe that was literally for the voting that could have been, like, recency bias. Like, oh, that was a game with the story I played in the last month. See, that only came to mind because that is follows the, quote, narrative game template. Yeah, like last absolutely. Did. It's, you know, yep. as in my recent extra punctuation I referred to mm -hmm. as the ghost train ride. I, I loved that term. That was great. Oh, okay. Last one. What, what haven't we mentioned? Best narrative. But and this is a game that is very story heavy and and not very mechanics heavy. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, I assumed. Very story heavy. <sighs> not twelve minutes, surely. No, not no, twelve minutes. Thank we talk, Christ, because yeah, <laughs> we talked, because we talked about that, haven't we? Yeah. <sighs> This is one, I'm not sure, I don't think you did a ZP on this. I could be wrong, oh, but... Well, I'm looking at the I know we did a 3MR, but... Um, uh, okay, I give up. What is it? It was uh, Life is Strange True Colors. Ah, did you do a ZP on that? I did not. I could thought about okay. it. But, yeah. you know, the whole Life is Strange series has always left me cold. So, I, yeah. I, in the end, I didn't have the balls to even start it up. Yeah. 
I always feel like they're talking in another language in those games. Maybe I'm too old. <laughs> it's just time has just moved past us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have uh, art direction. Uh, uh, this is three, another. This is another one. That yeah. Go anywhere. Three games we've talked about quite a bit today, and two we have not talked about at all today. I'm going to put a large sum of money on Returnal being in there. It is not. You oh. have lost a large sum of money. <laughs> bye bye, large sum of money then. <laughs> Man, if anything had like decent, you know, arty sort of direction to that's it. The standout, I feel like that's the thing I think about in that game when I think about it. Best art direction. Um, Psychonauts 2? Yeah. Yeah, for that like psychedelic level alone, probably. Uh -huh. I think Deathloop had a strong, consistent art direction. So yep. is that, that's, that was one of them? That's on there. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. One more we've talked about, and then two we haven't. Uh, this this category also heavily skews towards things that are bright and colorful. Right. This is like the pat head to yeah. the indie games <laughs> sort of thing. Mm -hmm. For the <laughs> moment there, I thought Balan Wonderworld might have been considered, but then I thought about it for two seconds. <laughs> that would have been like that would have been sweet. Oh, Aww. poor little Balan. So it skews bright and colorful. Do all of them yep. skew that way, would you say? The rest of them are definitely bright and colorful. Right. I won't I won't say Little Nightmares 2 then. No. Do you know if I did a ZP on them all? Uh I be I believe I believe so. Well, the one we've already talked about was was a game of the year nominee. Oh, that you haven't mentioned yet. Okay. Uh art direction, art direction, art direction. Oh. It was one of those colon another one games. Right, right. Ratchet and Clank. Yep. Okay, because that is okay. that is pretty colorful. It is very colorful. It's yeah. maybe this category should have just been the most colors. Yeah. And then these two other games have have they're relatively recently. I think they they came out in uh, August, September, October. Mm. Um, and I'm pretty sure you either did ZPs on these or we talked about them. Right. Yeah, and they're they both skew indie. Okay, one's definitely indie. One is pretty indie. All right, uh, leap of faith, the artful escape. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Well, if it was going to be nominated for anything, yeah, exactly. The game should have should have guessed they'd pick. They'd notice the game with art in the name. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this is me going out on a limb. Death's yeah. door. No. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed out that Death's Door uh, was was locked out of so many categories because it's probably my favorite game of the year so far, but uh, yeah. got very little love from the Game Awards. Yeah, a lot of people like saying is their game of the year, but didn't really grab me as much as it did some people, it seems. I think it's, again, more of a testament of like, I really enjoyed it, but it just this year didn't have anything like Hades or Spirited Away or 13 Sentinels or even The Last of Us or Tsushima that really... Uh, I don't know. Like Psychonauts 2, I liked a lot. Like all, all the games I really like this year, I kind of like squint at when I say that. Art direction is sometimes like the consolation prize for games that were like trying to be big, but didn't, mm -hmm. didn't quite uh, make it to Game of the Year material. So yeah. if they were going to nominate Biomutant for anything, it might be in there. Uh, no, it is. It's, it's similar to Biomutant, I would say. It is oh, a colorful third oh, person. Oh, Kena Bridge of Spirits then. Yep, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay, so now this next one, this is a curveball. This is best music slash score. Yeah, this again, this could go anywhere. Yeah, this goes very strange. Four of the five games we have spoken about so far, one sort of jokingly, and then uh, the the last one, I, I just assume you won't guess, and it's the near replicant version 1.2247, bunch that, of numbers. That is a weird thing. Yeah, that's that's just that was just a re-release, wasn't it, or a remaster? It was a remaster, but it was. I think its score was just like a reorchestrated version of the score from ten years ago or whatever. So, well, if they redid the score, I guess that counts. Yeah, fair enough. I guess it yeah, would be taking. It is a very good score. 
It would be really taking the piss if Guardians of the Galaxy was nominated for this. Yeah, and it is. And that's oh, pretty dumb. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's just, oh, I guess it says the, the category is for outstanding music, uh, inclusive of score, original song, and or licensed soundtracks. Well, so. that's cheating. Anything's good with Kickstart My Heart played over it. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was the, that, maybe that was just like the inaugural Yahtzee Awards. So there you go. There you go. Best soundtrack. Well, Psychonauts 2 had an original song in it, so I'm going to say maybe that. Uh, it did not, no. It, oh. it was not nominated. It did have an original song. It was yeah, not nominated. Yeah. Well, I don't think I'll guess the others. Uh, Artful Escape, which makes sense. That was also very heavily yeah, music-based. Yeah, it had a musical bent. The, the closest thing to gameplay in it was playing Guitar Hero, basically. Yeah, but that I, I thought that was like my least favorite part of the game was doing yeah, the like yeah. Simon Says music stuff. Um, it's not even Death Loop because there was no timing involved. Yeah, exactly. Death Loop. Okay. Yeah, I, I I remember its aesthetic more than I remember its music. Yeah, um, I just remember the music being sort of generic rock. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the final one, uh, everyone's favorite game of 2021, Cyberpunk. Oh. Right. Congrats, Cyberpunk. <laughs> of all the things I remember about Cyberpunk, music isn't one of them. Nope, absolutely not. Um, best performance? Ah, it's like uh, recognizing individual like voice actors and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, surprisingly, only one of these people is like a, a capital H Hollywood actor. At least I think so. Well, I'm going to um, guess they might have been in the 12 minutes. No. No Thank God. <laughs> no 12 minutes nominated. No 12 minutes. Yeah. It's, it's spent all that money. But 12 minutes only real asset was the Hollywood voice <laughs> talent. One of one game with sort of Hollywood-esque sort of talent. Yeah. Okay. A, re- a recent game that you, you brought up earlier, sort of offhandedly. Okay. Hmm. He was well, a centerpiece of the marketing of the game. Oh, Christ. Um, trying to remember now. Well, first of all, let's think about games with very prominent voice performances. Uh-huh. So, it takes two, maybe. No, is that in there? It's not. No, well, they talked enough. They did talk a lot. <laughs> um, Psychonauts two. Uh no. Uh, the, the, I the prominent been, I thought it might have been Jack, Jack Black. Black. Yeah. yeah. No, the uh, the prominent one was uh, Giancarlo Esposito from Far Cry 6. Oh, right. He was their, their little centerpiece of marketing. Completely forgot about that. I didn't even realize it was him when I was playing that game. Uh, it's... Man, they really... I feel like Far Cry tries to be like... They keep trying to one-up themselves with like, oh, here's a new villain and we got someone neat to voice him. And... Mm. and I don't know. It all just kind of goes over my head. Uh, was this another Death Loopy? Uh, was this another this was Death a, Loop one? This was a dual Death Loop. Oh, really? Um, yeah, so yeah, I believe. The, so the lead guy and the lead lady as well? Yeah, I assume so. That just has their actor names, so I assume that's, yeah, Juliana and Cole, right. I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the- you mentioned uh, you mentioned a mommy milker earlier. <laughs> Resident Evil 8? Yeah, yeah, the 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 the, mil- the milker herself. Well, the see, I didn't think the performance was stand out. People just like latched onto the character. It was also just not in the game very long. No, it was no. like a, the, you know, first, she was the first boss. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a linchpin for marketing, and then kind of just like, well, there we go. Well, that says it all, isn't it? That's what this all is. It's fucking marketing. Yeah, exactly. Prices. Yeah, exactly. And then the uh, the Erica Mori, who is the lead in uh, Life is Strange. Right, right. So there you go. Um, we could do indie game. Okay, best indie game. All right, all you, right. You you sadly know one of them. <laughs> so we know twelve minutes was in there. Yep. And you said uh, Death's Door was snubbed. So is that not in there? It is in there. It is. I believe the only category it is in. So, okay. Uh, I was happy about that. All right. Well, if there's any justice in the world, the Forgotten City. There is no justice in the world. Fuck you, Game Awards. <laughs> Fuck you in your big fat bum. It, it was uh, it was nominated in sort of the subcategory, which is best debut indie game. 
Thanks for trying, Award. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the rest of these we did talk. Uh, so Kina got Kina, nominated in this yeah, category. It takes which two, I, th- I assume. Uh, it did not. So maybe It Takes Two to them isn't an indie game because mm, it's published yeah. by... Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, two games that, again, I'm not sure if you... I know you and Jack talked about this one game a few weeks ago when you were talking about, uh, uh, like, troll games, I think. Was that the category? Uh, yes. We were talking about uh, Inscription. Yep. Yes. Inscription. Okay. And then uh, the last one, I'm not sure if you even played, was uh, Loop Hero. Oh, I did. Earlier yes, I, in the year. I did review that. Yes, that was. That was. I mean, that was. I think like May or yeah. April. That was a long time ago. Yeah, as well back March, I think. Yeah, I'm looking at my list of ZPs. Yeah, yeah I reviewed that alongside Everhood, which has well, most, there you go. which has most of the same letters as Loop Hero. Weird. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> did you purposely do that just so you could? Uh, no, that was just uh, the two games I played that week. Yeah. And coincidentally, yeah. they had there you go. slightly similar names. Uh, and then uh, the last big one, like we mentioned, uh, debut indie game. I'll just read these off. It was Kina, uh, yep. The Artful Escape, yep. Forgotten City. Yep. Uh, and then the two we haven't mentioned yet were Sable, which uh, I'm, I haven't got a chance to play too much of no, yet. Have you? No, I haven't played that yet. I know we yeah. had a review code dropped, but you know, other things had higher priority. I yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Valheim, which was that big sort of. Uh, yeah. Nordic sandbox game from the beginning of the year that had just millions of people playing. Yeah, I'm avoiding those like hugely popular crafting survival indie games. Yeah, no, I I, I don't blame you for that. No, there, there's quite a few of those now, and uh, all of them have like this sort of slightly nasty vibe to them. Yeah, and I don't know if it's like the uh, the 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 imperfections that people like i don't know like, it's that the fact had... that it's the fact that they're always so wildly popular that makes them feel a little bit iffy to me like maybe they use yeah. some like slightly underhand tactics to yeah fire the addiction receptors yeah exactly exactly and again one of those games that i feel like a lot of folks were talking about it right at the beginning of the year and then i just haven't heard anyone talk about it recently and maybe mm-hmm. that's because i'm just not in that community but yeah. maybe uh and then, of course, your favorite category, most anticipated game. Yeah. The richest, Which game had the, the ri- most anticipations? Yes. Which game had the highest marketing budget? Yeah. Which, who so. is the richest cunt in the room award? Yeah. So, so is, obviously... Uh, five games that should be coming out next year. Okay. So let's start with the obvious one. Halo Infinite? Mm-hmm. No. No? <laughs> well, hush my mouth. Well, I think they were like we can't nominate it for most anticipated because by the time the show airs, Halo will already be out. Uh, they, uh, and it might be and crap. So, it might be crap. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so oh. Halo's in that like iffy middle ground where it was, yeah. All right, Elden Ring then. Elden Ring. Obviously, yes. yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. Uh, God of War sequel. God of War sequel. Uh, Horizon sequel. Horizon sequel. Yeah, all, the, all the big Sony ones. Yeah. Uh, how many is that? That is three of five. Okay. We have uh, one more sequel and one uh, original game. Hmm. Original, as in not a sequel. I don't, I don't know how original yeah. it's going to be, but yeah. 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 Um, not sure, actually. Why don't you just tell me? Uh, the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Oh, okay. Which, um, Which does that doesn't even have a title an, yet? Yeah, it doesn't even have an official no, name yet. It is literally yes. Nintendo officially refers to it as the sequel to the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Hey, um, remember, and- remember Breath of the Wild? Have a prize because we were have a prize, <laughs> Nintendo, because we remembered Breath of the Wild. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the last one is Starfield, the uh, the Bethesda. Oh. Oh, um, I should, should have known that hasn't that been like Sky most anticipated for three years now hasn't it? it has it has yeah and it this this category does a good job of you have a couple sony exclusives you have an xbox exclusive you have a nintendo so, yeah. exclusive see, and then everyone can play elden ring see i didn't think of starfield because that's just been a thing for so long it's just settled into the back of my mind yeah I don't like. Do we even have anything beyond a logo yet? At that, on that uh, they showed like a little, like a little, uh, like a cinematic, uh, like someone getting into a cockpit. Like we haven't seen anything, uh, you know, remotely resembling gameplay at all. But Christ the game's gonna have cockpits. Man. That's exciting. People love cockpits. 
fucking hate that most anticipated game of all that it that is just the mask coming off every fucking year that one yeah. <laughs> all right what, what's next what do they always um, do they always do like the um like uh the lifetime achievement award and it's always just guy we could convince to show up i'm not actually sure who they're giving that to i'm not i'm not sure if they uh oh, i guess they wouldn't have announced that yet yeah if they just sort of like because it's less uh uh, I guess that's not like a competition. That would be no. funny if they brought like five like yeah. older people out and only one of them got the award <laughs> yeah. and like <laughs> yeah. they all pay for their own flights. Yeah. yeah. As I say, that's always just it always feels like the person who agreed to show up. Like one year it was Ken and Roberta Williams out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was kinda like, Well, I, I guess like yeah. we just kinda chose to do this. Um Yeah, a couple of the uh, all the the rest of the categories are uh relatively small i know one of the big uh, uh or i guess two of the big snubs people were upset about were uh hitman 3 which mm. i think only got it in like vr and ar game and maybe action game um and that might have been like a victim of uh that came out in january i think so right. it well, just seems like a very long time ago well i've had fun guessing but i'm just gonna look up the whole of lists myself now so we well, can there you go discuss what else there is there you go the Game Awards 2021. Yep, there we go. Deathloop, 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 Deathloop. Yeah, a lot of Deathloop. Oh, I forgot Games for Impact. That's always, mm. uh, that's always a weird that's, one. <laughs> what, what is the most impact that a game has had? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm never sure what exactly that means. I mean, they always like have some blurby explanation for what it means, but then the nominees are just shit we couldn't squeeze in anywhere else. Yeah, it is. It, the the description is literally for a thought provoking game with a pro social meaning or message. See, and what does that like mean? Five nice games. I, it doesn't mean anything. Like yeah. it is five nice games. Like I, I think that's I think that's good. What does pro social mean? It doesn't tell the audience to commit suicide. <laughs> well, well done, everyone. So I'm looking at them now. Before your eyes. Yeah, don't do, know what do you that know is. that? It's a it's a game that you fully control. You have to have a camera on, and the way you control it is by blinking. And so you're uh -huh. in these little vignettes, and every time you blink, you move forward in time. So mm. you can only like stay in these vignettes for as long as you can keep your eyes open, I guess. Okay, boyfriend dungeon. Isn't mm -hmm. that one of them spoof dating sims? Yeah, it's a, that's very pro social meaning or message. Yeah, chicory, a colorful tale. I don't know what that is. That was like a little Zelda-like where you're like a little critter with a paintbrush. Oh, was that that game that um, Game Maker's Toolkit was talking about the other day? Mm, maybe. I don't uh, think I've seen the recent episode, but yeah. It came out a couple couple months ago, a couple weeks ago. Life is Strange True Colors and No mm. Longer Home, which I also don't know what that is. I don't actually know what that last one is, if I'm being honest. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's got a Wikipedia page. Uh, <laughs> an indie point-and-click adventure that received mixed reviews, which is all Wikipedia had to say about it. <laughs> Man, it really seems like they're just randomly picking names with a dartboard for the Games for Impact ones. Yeah, I, it's it's very, very strange. I guess uh, it seems like it's a game about, like, divorce? Maybe. Okay. Oh, yeah. People love games yeah. about divorce. Message games, they always get yeah. a non Do you... Do you think 12 Minutes should have been a game for Impact? Well, I guess a turd landing in a toilet bowl counts as an impact of a kind. I think it was it was brave enough to tackle the hard-hitting subjects like uh, uh, Where's My Watch and yeah, Sister and, Kissing. Uh, yes, and, well, quite a bit more than kissing, but let's not get into that. <laughs> oh, here we go. Best ongoing game, the live service Love ongoing award. games. And uh, best community support which is the other live service game award it's it's strange to be nominated for one of these and not for the other one yeah it's weird so best ongoing game apex legends call of duty warzone final fantasy 14 fortnite and genshin impact man fortnite's been in there for quite a few years now yeah i guess they made this category so they could just be like okay we understand these games evolve yeah. over time but we can't just keep treating them as new games so we'll just yeah put just, them over here just a prize every year for those motherfuckers yeah. and best community support uh apex legends final fantasy 14 and fortnite but instead of call of duty warzone and genshin impact 
Destiny 2, Beyond Light, and No Man's Sky. It's just fun. Like, I, I like the idea that No Man's Sky, they were good enough for community support, but not good enough for best ongoing game. So, Best VR game, ones. Hitman 3, as you said, none of them, uh, none of which I have played. I still want to play Resident Evil 4. I don't have an Oculus Quest 2. Nick, give it to him. Yeah, get on it, Nick. <laughs> Innovation in accessibility, which, you know, that is actually a specific thing. Which game had yeah. the best new idea for a new kind of subtitle or, you know, that thing where you uh, it reads out all the text so you can play it if you're blind. Yeah, that seems like that's a lot of games I booted up this year for the first time, and you had a voice like reading to me on the menu. Yeah, and I was like, oh, he's like, I was like, well, this is this is nice, but it's just weird that the that there's not like a console. Maybe there is a console default setting to where I'm like, nope, you don't need to do this for me. I'm fine. I wonder how performative this is. How many like blind people want to be included in playing The Last of Us Two, for example? Yeah, yeah. But I know I believe that's what won last year, and they had all sorts of like they, if you if you fiddled with those accessibility options, like it was yeah. crazy how much work was put into it. I just wonder how much fun a blind person could extract from the experience. Yeah. Um, where are we? Best action game and best action adventure game. Very different. Thro Don't throw, yeah, throw your darts, everyone. <laughs> So best action game best action games where usually where they stick um shooters that didn't go anywhere else. So I'm surprised Cod Vanguard isn't in here. Maybe that yeah. was maybe that was too late. Yeah, that that totally might have been. Although back for bloods here. Yeah, and that was only a few weeks before. Yeah. It's also strange to me that uh Far Cry six and Deathloop are considered action games, yeah. whereas Resident Evil Village is considered an action adventure game. Yeah, I mean Feels like whatever they are, they should be in the same category. Yeah, don't look for a distinction here, because there is none. They yeah. just threw their darts. Where's the, where's the adventure in Guardians of the Galaxy? It's just action, isn't it? Uh, walking down hallways. Maybe that's what they said. It's combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. So See, I, the I, traversal is walking down hallways. I associate adventure with exploration, you know? Player choice. Uh, yeah. That game did not. Like I said, I had a little bit of the player choice in terms of like a faux branching path. Uh, yeah, that. Yeah. And uh, best role playing game. Okay, mm -hmm. then. Again, you could have a whole debate on what counts as a role playing game. But they yeah. seem to be pretty strict on this one because it's like Cyberpunk and then four JRPGs. Yep. Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami Tensei V, and Tales of Arise. Yeah. I feel like if Cyberpunk wins this, people are not going to be happy. Well, I mean, people no. are generally just not happy, but people, they'll be yeah. less people, happy. People who like JRPGs definitely won't be happy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, best fighting game. There really aren't many of these. In a no, given, I think in these, a were just, these were just the five fighting games, if we're being honest. Yeah. It's very niche fighting game yeah. these days. But here they are. Here are the five fighting games that came out. Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, The Hinakami Chronicles. <laughs> Guilty Gear Strive. <laughs> Melty Blood Type Lumina. Do you have Melty Blood? What's your, gotta, what's your blood doing? God, I hope not. <laughs> Virtua Fighter 5, Ultimate Showdown. Well, I know the name Virtua Fighter, so that's something. And Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, the one that I knew. <laughs> There you go. What's that? You just wait till uh, next year when we have games like Multiverses, oh, yeah, the Warner Brothers, the Warner Brothers Smash Brothers clones. Yeah, I was so. watching the looking for the trailer for that, and I was like, no, "This here is here is the sum of my reaction to watching that trailer." Wait, is that supposed to be Arya Stark? <laughs> they actually got it's Maisie Williams is doing the voice. I don't know if they that means they got Maisie Williams or they paid to just use that game is a DLC machine. That's why oh, that's yeah. why they're making it. That is infinite DLC right there. Yeah. Never Absolutely. it will never fucking stop. They will put in whatever IP returns its phone calls. Yep. No, and, and man, everything is under the Warner Brothers umbrella. It's crazy. Yeah. It's it's wild. Yeah. I mean look at all the shit they threw into the last Mortal Kombat. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And, and the last Injustice game. 
who are what who are you hoping makes it? I hope that the uh those thugs from A Clockwork Orange show up in the game. <laughs> um I guess I will be holding out for Modesty Blaze. There you go. <laughs> I'm just hoping for a crossover with Melty Blood cuz there's nothing I love more than uh, uh mixing Scooby Doo with Melty Blood. Dr. Bashir from Star Trek Deep Space 9. There you go. <laughs> Uh, fucking Shaggy of all characters, fucking Shaggy. Yeah, yeah. Not, even, not even with Scooby Doo, just Shaggy. No, voiced by Matthew Lillard, who played him in the live action movie. So there we go. Casey Kasem's not dead yet, is he? I'm relatively sure that he has to be dead, right? He still shows up on like the drive time radio when I'm driving somewhere on Sundays. Uh, he died in 2014, so I don't know. Maybe well, you're I listening guess, to Ghosts. Well, yeah, I guess he. Re- I guess he recorded a lot of shit. <laughs> or maybe he's like, yeah, he's spoken so much into a microphone that an algorithm has just. <laughs> there you, you know, go. Yeah. It'll be like, like long after you're dead, there there will still be ZPs. I mean, you know, Shaggy and Arya Stark. What, what can you <laughs> say about that? <laughs> it just boggles my mind. All right. Um, yeah, but the rest of these are all kind of niche. Mm-hmm. Best sports racing game. Best family game. Hmm. Family game one is just mostly like a little, a nice little Nintendo award. So yeah, I guess them. in the abstract, it takes two makes sense to nominate for best family game. But as yeah. I said in my review, I couldn't imagine myself playing that with my kids. Yeah. 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 It might lead to some awkward conversations. <laughs> and, about 12 minutes. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, best multiplayer game, uh, blah de blah. See that? Yeah. It takes two on one side and Back for Blood on the other. Multiplayer yeah. covers so many different a, uh, facets. Yeah, it's a it's a wide swath. So, like, how do you possibly even compare two games like that? Mm-hmm. And best debut game and most anticipated game, and then the esports awards, loaded names I've never heard. Yeah, they also they're also written very strangely. There's like uh, random numbers and capital letters and too many consonants. And content creator of the year, which is always mm-hmm. people I've never heard of. Although I have heard yeah. of Dream, and I've only heard of him because I heard he's a speedrun cheater. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah. Like he cheated at Minecraft street, uh, speedrunning. And that that's caused, not good at all. And that caused quite a stir in the speedrunning community. Hmm. He probably shouldn't win. They should probably shouldn't win. Yeah, I think we of the year probably, then. Probably shouldn't uh, <laughs> acknowledge that, because where are we if the speedrunning community has no integrity? <laughs> where are we as a nation yeah. if the speedrunning community has no integrity? <sighs> uh, well, that's funny. Well, another list of game award nominations. Maybe when they announce the winners, I'll have another spit into my microphone over the. There you go. There you go. Do we want to like guess? Do we want to guess right now what the winners are going to be? Ooh, that's good. Um, Considering sheer number of nominations, I would say Deathloop will take Game of the Year. Yeah, I, I I would as well, and I could see that in the same way getting Best Direction. I could see it one of the performers getting Best Performance. Um, what about Best Narrative? Of those. Again, I haven't played True Colors yet. Uh, Psychonauts 2, I guess? Yeah. My, I feel like, my favorite? I feel like they'll want to acknowledge Psychonauts 2. Yeah. You know, that's, the yeah. Nos- that's the nostalgia pig. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just compared to other years where I'm like, I, where I really feel strongly about a handful of games, I just. Mm. Like, these are all. The, 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 none of these are like games that I think were bad. Um, but if they don't give narrative to Psychonauts 2, they'll probably give it best art direction. Yeah. Because the rest of them, yeah, not particularly uh, artistically great, except for Awful Escape, but that's too indie for the big prize. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Games for Impact, who the fuck knows? They'll probably give it to Life is Strange because they nominated that somewhere else. But Uh they, They nominated it for a bigger award but didn't give it it. They'll probably let it win one of those other categories, one of those other fringe categories. Yeah, yeah. I want to say 12 minutes feels like the thing they're most likely to give best indie game of the ones they've got there. 
And it just feels like the thing that most the folks that the most people have played. I mean, yeah. between the Hollywood names and uh, its availability yeah. on Game Pass when it released. Um, best indie game is always just indie game with best visibility. Yeah, so yeah, that's the thing. Is like Inscription. Everyone who's played it loves it, but well, I've played you know, it. I didn't as, love it the way some people did. Apparently, well, everyone but one. All right. Uh, I also didn't actually love it. I, I thought the game was interesting, but I definitely, yeah. I so I also don't like card I games. So. Yeah, I didn't see it through because I'm just not. I was just wasn't like interested in the card gameplay. Yeah. Um. um okay. The rest, I don't really care. <laughs> who you you don't? Uh, as long as the cheater doesn't win, uh, best content creator. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Any of those. Yeah. Or we riot. Yeah. We should probably tackle these super chats then. Yeah. This, they're, they're coming in. They're coming in. Yeah. Nice and thick. So we better get onto them. But yeah. Mm -hmm. In conclusion, Game Awards, what a load of bollocks. <laughs> However, tune in on the evening of December, whenever they are, and we're going yeah. to be doing a live yes. watch. <laughs> yes. We'll do a live watch. And then every time they announce the winner, we'll all go. We'll go, what a load of bollocks in a sing-song <laughs> voice. And you can all join oh, in. It'll be a fun community sounds, experience. That sounds really nice. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. We'll release like a little uh, lyric sheet. Yeah, like follow the bouncing ball. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Okay, where are we? Monetization supers. And again, this will just, this just lists like the ones that, the super chats with money. So this won't list the... Uh, super chats that came with like account upgrades so let yeah. me know if i miss those yeah if i spot I, any of those i'll let you know because i probably will jake creighton who gave us a super chat before we even started of 899 british pounds to say no question i just wanted to thank you both for the fantastic content you put out it has helped me cope with a difficult few weeks and i truly appreciate all of it keep up the good work you're welcome jake yeah creighton. jake it is our pleasure absolutely Robin Wilde gives 10 US dollars to say, Hey Yahtzee, I'm from the East Midlands and just moved to Seattle, and the difference is pretty eye-opening. Which was the bigger culture shock move for you, UK excuse me, UK to Australia or Australia to USA? East Ooh. Midlands is a region in the UK, by the way. Okay. Not far from where I grew up. I would say the bigger culture shock for me was moving to Australia, I think, because... Um, in the UK, I'd only ever lived in my small hometown, and when I moved to Australia, mm. I moved to a big city. Well, big for gotcha. us by Australian standards. Actually, one of the smaller big cities in Australia, Brisbane. Yeah. But yeah, that was a big culture shock. And move, moving to the US wasn't as big, you don't think? I wouldn't say so. Well, that might be because I moved to Northern California, where San Francisco is. And one time when I was in Brisbane, I noticed they were shooting a movie, and... Uh, the they had like ambulances around that were marked san francisco like ambulance service yeah so apparently brisbane passes for san francisco on film so that might, well, there be, you why, go. That might be why it wasn't as much of a probably much cheaper yeah <laughs> and also it seems like everyone from the bay area isn't from the bay area so like everyone's a transplant yeah yes unless you're homeless most you're homeless. Yeah. Then you're from there. Yeah. And then you have full rights. Yeah. Because only the transplants can afford to live here, it seems. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Thomas Stone gives 10 US dollars to say, just wanted to thank you for showing me that you can be critical of something and still like it. Well, I'd say a lot of people could have shown you that before I did. But you yes. created it. You were the first one. Okay, fine. Over Roger okay, fine. Ebert. Yeah, fine. I invented criticism. <laughs> yes, I was alive before... Jonathan Swift, Jonathan Swift and invented <laughs> criticism before he did. Proud of you. That was incredible. Andrew White Winter gives 10 US dollars to say pumpkin pie or apple pie, turkey or ham, woodchuck or angry orchard, American football or Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Um, that's, that's huge. So wait, what was the first one? In order, I'd say apple pie, ham, angry orchard and death. Okay. <laughs> I think I would, um, um, pumpkin pie, turkey, also angry orchard, uh, and I like football. How so. can you like turkey over ham? Turkey has no flavor. Turkey is just like the bread of meat. But if we were just talking about a Thanksgiving, like ham on Thanksgiving seems weird. Like, I want to know that that bird died for me to be able to have a four-day weekend. Okay, fine. But I was yeah. thinking sandwiches, and in a ham sandwich sandwiches context, are better. there is no contest. I'll agree with that. Corey Myers gives five US dollars to say, do you agree that the Game Awards do not reflect gamers' true Game of the Year? 
Well, there's that uh, that question smacks of no true Scotsman, but I think we were pointing out that it more represents the uh, AAA media interests than the actual, you know, popular sport. In fact, didn't they used to have like a popular award? Like the most, yeah. vote, the most voted for award? Yeah, I believe now it is something like uh, uh, 10 or 20% of the Game of the Year award is voted by fan voting. And then the rest of it is whatever 100, 150 media outlets um, they have. And so I, I think the one thing is, I, I just, there's no like one true gamer. That's not a thing. Like it's such a large medium. So yeah, like I, I don't think there's an easy way to do this. Like I like making fun of the game awards and the Oscars and everything, but I don't know how to fix it. And so I'm just gonna keep making fun of it. Yeah. I don't know. And everyone's game of the year is subjective. No, absolutely. That's something yeah. one of my previous podcast partners could never accept. Monster. Are you talking about Jack? No, me and my old mate. <laughs> Me and my old mate Gabriel, we always used to get in an argument over whether or not Game of the Year was a subjective thing. That's insane. How could you... That's... I don't know, but we'd, we'd always make an argument of it. <laughs> I don't even know how I'd argue that. I would just, like, get flustered and shake my head and, and start talking loudly. Well, that was generally what I did, yeah. 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 Miles Mann gives four ninety-nine US to say, Made it on my lunch break. Here's some money. Thank you very much, Miles Mann. Enjoy your lunch turkey sandwiches all day uh scavenger gives two us dollars to say would yahtzee have enjoyed the last of us 2 with motley crew no probably not because that would have been quite a massive tonal shift yeah what if it, it, yes. instead of playing that pearl jammer eddie vetter song that ellie kept playing um that yeah. joel totter she played yes. <laughs> motley crew i don't think murdering someone's beloved doggy woggy would have been yeah. improved by having kickstart my heart playing over it <laughs> <clears throat> uh, scavenger again gives five dollars to say if most anticipated was based on intensity rather than mass numbers it would be star citizen every year till the end of time oh who's still anticipating that i think mm. i just read a news story about how they've they've raised four hundred thousand dollars or no four no sorry they've raised a stupid amount of that game it's it's getting stupid yeah i'm trying to oh, oh it raised the 400 million mark <sighs> So it just crossed raising 400, but that has to be like a Ponzi scheme, right? Yeah, I think it's only like the niche psychos who are still, the very vocal niche psychos that still give a shit about stars, it isn't. Yeah, and it's still, it raised 8 million in October alone. That is just, what well, is happening? them niche psychos, they got a lot of money. That's yeah, why I guess can, so. That's why there's like $1,000 worth of DLC for Euro Truck Simulator. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> you know, if you can, if you can serve a niche... You might not have much fun, you know, designing trains and trucks for the rest yeah. of your video game making career, but you'll yeah. always have a steady paycheck. Exactly, exactly. Um, all the games gives one ninety nine to say, remember Elder Scrolls Six? Bethesda sure don't. Did they? I announce? mean, that's they, they did announce that, didn't they? Yeah, they announced it uh, uh, twenty eighteen. I want to say okay. um, well, it is. Uh, and I think they've also said that they're just like they're focused on Starfield, and then they're going to focus on yeah. Elder Scrolls Six. So I, I wouldn't expect yeah. Elder Scrolls Six until the you know definitely the back half of the decade. That'll be a future nominee for the E3. Bet you were hoping we we bet you were hoping we thought you'd forgotten about this award. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That guy, you know, gives five dollars to say Cyberpunk's nomination to best RPG is all about money and nothing to do with quality. Well, that sums up a lot of what we're talking about here basically yes i mean it has all to do with money as in uh uh it it uh, it's it's marketing allowed it to be uh known and recognized by a lot of people um like I'm, I, there's no it's not like cd project is, is paying people off has that game been patched to the degree that it's playable yet uh, it is playable, but they still uh, they they pushed the true like PS5 Xbox Series X patch to next year. So it's also like they so got, it's still not available on the consoles. I believe it's available, but it's just the like you're playing uh, ostensibly the last gen version on the new consoles. I see. Yeah. Well, that's uh, hardware for you. Uh, right after this, uh, right after that one you read, we had one of those uh, bonus member uh, uh, messages. Oh yes. Uh, Will Cooling, who's been a member for 19 months, uh, thank you so much. Says any thoughts on football manager games? 
huge business in the UK and Europe, but don't see the escapists cover them. Yeah, I remember they've been huge for ages. They were huge on like yeah. Commodore 64 and shit. Yeah. No, yeah, I think it's just that's you like, need to like really be into it to cover it. Yeah, that's I mean, super yeah. niche. Super yeah, niche yeah. the way British football supporters are. Yeah. Yeah, I think it just has to be you kind of have to be a jack of all trades when 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 we cover games for a living. That's the sort of thing for people who used to collect football stickers when they were a kid. Did you? No. 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 Some of my friends <laughs> Some of my friends did. All standing around the school playground with a little stack of stickers in their hand going, got, 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 need, need, got, got, for swapsies, you see. I did that with Pokemon cards. Mm, that was the other what one. Time, what a time to be alive. Uh, Deebs Scrub gave a sign of US dollars to say, best RPG, Nick bursts through the wall. <laughs> it's Minecraft. <laughs> I love that we have our own running gags now. Yeah. That's, that's how you that, know that, that you've got a proper community. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Deeps. That's great. Yes. Thanks, Nick, for creating that little minor meme. <laughs> Trey Cook. Yeah, if you don't get that joke, guess you should watch more Escapist content so you can be part of the in crowd. <laughs> Trey Cook gives 499 US to say, not the last of us two, but I'm a visually impaired photographer and I play tons of video games. I always appreciate accessibility options. Well, there you go. I, I, I take it not fully blind then from what you were saying from the fact that you're a photographer. Uh, yeah, because he, he's visually impaired. I, I would yeah. imagine that's not fully blind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brave Othello gives 10 US dollars to say, on accessibility, accessible options are almost always better for all. Think about having text-to-speech option for all text helps blind people, also helps dyslexic people like Jack or Jmate. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any arguments there. All yeah. right, fair enough. Yeah, Retail. no, I like listen. I like I put subtitles on everything, and I like making them big because I sit far away from the TV and I have shitty eyesight. So, right. I'm the last I'm the last one saying anything about accessibility options. Yeah, see, I'm just thinking of that like uh, the, that option in Last of Us Two made that made it playable to the blind, where we do things like you are crouched next to a wall. There is an enemy mm -hmm. up ahead. Yeah. I just wonder if blind people genuinely get got fun out of that. Yeah. Well, there you go. Look, I'm just, there's got to be a video on YouTube on that. I'm going to YouTube it. That's let what us, I'm going to do. Let us know, blind people. Mm -hmm. Somehow. Scavenger gives five US dollars to say, I'm disappointed East 9 didn't get nominated for RPG. Well, that came out last year, I think. I only reviewed it this year. Unrelated, Yahtzee, did you try Haven? I saw it was by the same studio as Fury. I didn't actually, although now you've mentioned it's by the same studio as Fury, I'm suddenly more interested. Well, there you go. I actually, I really quite liked Fury. I'm not. Yeah, even Haven, sure. I'm not. Haven sure. was the one about like a couple who's like crash landed on a planet, and it's like a little bit of dating, and then the rest of it is like exploring the planet for resources and stuff. Ah, I'm looking it up now. That this never crossed my uh, radar somehow. Yeah. It felt like it, it was in development for a while. It popped up at a lot of indie things, but then it kind of just released to uh, hmm. what felt like minimal fanfare. Maybe I'll have a little looky-loo over the Christmas over holidays the when I have there you some go. time. Yeah. Uh, we got another one of those right after this, those uh, bonus member content, uh, bonus contents from Curious Quasit. Uh, hi, from Scotland. First stream I've caught since Jack and Marty's D&D, given Scotland. the Melty Blood mention. Hi, from <laughs> Scotland. Given the Melty Blood mention, either of you familiar with the Fate franchise? I am um, not. No. Although I think some titles have like crossed past me by over the years. Do you mean titles imagine. like Resonance of Fate? I the only thing I know about that is the title. It just appeared in my memory. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with Melty Blood. I feel like they, there just needs to be another name for that thing. You can't just they just need to call it something else. Melty Blood. Well, yeah, I, just don't I, call it that. I assume it's a Japanese game. Uh, it is. I don't know why. Melty Blood always makes me think of menstruation. Uh, that's fair. Because yeah, that's, that's, that's what fair. menstruation is. It's when your blood goes yeah. all melty. It's when, the, it's when your uterine lining goes all melty on you. Well, I like that the uh, that slightly something else can sometimes be educational. Yes. That's, that's what yes. I like. And even though it's always a couple of pasty dudes, sometimes we discuss women's issues. Yeah, exactly. Uh, fate is uh, an anime. 
uh, that also has games, but Fate has a crossover with oh, um, yeah. Fate, Melty Blood. Fate, Fate back, Zero. Fate Backslash yeah. Stay Night. Yes, I yeah. heard yep, that yep, yep. Nicholas Gallagher gives $5 to say, Biggest snubs, in my opinion. Genesis Noir for art direction, Persona 5 Strikers for action game, and Subnautica Below Zero for best soundtrack. Oh, I don't think they would have given Persona 5 Strikers anything. That was... That was just a spin-off. Yeah, that was a, a, a and pretty much only for fans of uh, yeah, Persona yeah. Five. Uh, I yeah. completely agree about Genesis Noir. Um, I don't know if you played that. That was an indie game from earlier this year, um, but it had spin-off. one of the most striking visual styles I have ever seen in a game. So I would have probably nominated it above nearly anything else in that category. So Hang on Nicholas, I completely agree with you. Oh, this is the game I thought it was. Yes. Yeah. I didn't really get it, but <laughs> yeah, I had a striking visual style, certainly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's about like the creation of the universe, but through like a, a, a black and white noir jazz story, but that is still about the creation of a universe. And it's uh, it's it's neat. And it definitely has good art direction. Uh, Mandible gives five dollars to say Yahtzee mentioned in Let's Drown Out at some point that you aspire to create a less industry favored game awards. How would you envision it? Well. Having said that, the only way you could really do that is to play every single game that comes out, and ain't nobody got time for that shit. Yeah, that's the big difference between games and uh, you know, like the Oscars. Like it's it's yeah. very it's very possible if you cover film to watch you know a couple hundred movies a year and make sure you're pretty much caught up on everything. Whereas it's just there's just not enough hours in the day, and also yeah. certain genres require such expertise and time commitment that yeah. you know we can't speak to Football Manager or, or MMOs or yeah. even I'm, Forza. I'm 100% certain that numerous indie games have passed me by that I would have loved and might have, mm-hmm. might have even made my game of the year. That, yeah. uh, but the fact is, like we can only I can only like play games once they've gained a certain amount of visibility. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I don't know. I think the big thing is just to find find critics you like. Less even yeah. outlets and more just individual critics critics at those outlets and, and, and follow them. There you go. Oh, yeah. Although I, although I could probably like assemble a list of things that should have won for each category out of games that didn't get any nominee, nominations at all. I could probably do that yeah, at least. I, I think snubs are a lot uh, like like mentioning Genesis Noir earlier. That's like one of those good examples of like, well, there's like this was just a, a better looking than the rest of these games. So it's mm. it's crazy, but yeah. Rendworth gives five US dollars to say, how long do you think it will take for a best remake stroke remaster category to appear if it, if it ever does? I'm well, surprised there isn't one personally. Well, although then you'd have to figure out what the difference is between a remake and a remaster. I was thinking about this because I've been working on my review of the GTA Definitive Editions, mm-hmm. and um, I think those are remasters, but they're only remasters because they're not—they're slightly more elaborate than a re-release, but not quite yeah. elaborate enough to be a remake. Yeah, yeah. So a remake I would classify as something like Black Mesa being a remake of Half-Life. So that's yeah, totally remade from the ground up with modern sensibilities. And, would, uh, would, is that what you'd say with like uh, the final fantasy 7 remake from yeah yeah that's every year that's, that's yeah. definitely a remake but uh yeah yeah remastering is not the same thing if you just put a slapped an hd filter on everything so you got this really weird clash between hd textures and late 90s era level design then it just looks a mess yeah yeah yeah, I know for me, I think uh, the, the Near Replicant was, if you want to call that a remaster, remake, I don't know what the hell you would call it, but it was probably the most impressive one of those to me this year because it took a game that had a lot of really great, great ideas but was rough around the edges and sanded down a lot of those edges and made the game a lot more playable. So, Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, that's, a, that's another question. Simmer Player says, is Knights of the Old Republic getting a remake or a remaster? So it just got a Switch port. Mm-hmm. which they are calling a remaster, mm-hmm. but then a full remake is in development. Same with, like, Dead Space. A yeah. full Dead Space remake is in development. Yes, there yes. is a difference. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's say this was the last one, so no more Super Chats now. I will not read out any more after this, although we're very grateful for your money. If you do send one in, we just won't read them out. 
because there's got to be a rule about these things, or that we'll be here all day. Uh, Gage Von Will gives $5 to say, just dropping in to say thanks to Yahtzee for ZP, been a part of my weekly routine for years, love the podcast and everything else you guys are doing. Well, if you love all the things we're doing, what a lovely opportunity to transition to plugging all the rest of the shit that's coming out of the escape. Incredible. Did we, did you plan for that to be the last one? I certainly did not, but thank you very much, Gage Von Will. <laughs> Tune in later today, actually, because Jack is joining up with some of the bods behind the Foundry virtual tabletop system to talk about uh, a bit of behind-the-scenes stuff relating to Adventure is Nigh. That's from 1pm today, I believe. That's exciting. Uh, as for later in the week, uh, of course, your punctuation is tomorrow. Of course. Mm -hmm. How could you ever doubt it? I will be covering Call of Duty Vanguard. Oh, there you go. Yes, tune in for that one. Should be fun. Uh, if you like to see like someone just smacking the shit out of a great big punching bag for five minutes. And of course, the post-CP <laughs> stream will be at the usual time from 1pm. Uh, what are you up to next, Marty? We have uh, early tomorrow morning at uh, 9 a.m. Uh, Central. We're doing Breakout Live again with uh, Nick and KC. We did our first episode last week. It was really great having uh, folks in the chat uh, talk with us. So we'll be doing it again uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, I don't believe we're streaming anything on Thursday because it's Thanksgiving here in the U.S. Um, but Friday evening, I'll be back with KC. We'll be finishing off Dead Space. Um, we'll have game night on Saturday, which will most likely be Halo Infinite again, because uh, Nick will play that every week until he dies. And then <laughs> some more uh, Persona on Sunday. Aha, uh -huh. yes. Yeah, and, all sorts uh, of stuff. We're not streaming tomorrow, but a new episode of Adventure is Nigh will be dropping on the site. Things really hotten up now. We left it on quite a cliffhanger on the last episode, so Ooh. you'll want to tune in for this one. And Holy the newest moly. episode of Extra Punctuation will be hitting YouTube for the non-subscribers. That's the Extra Punctuation on the subject of the Ghost Train ride mm -hmm. as a gameplay model. So enjoy that. Yeah, I, yeah and I had, a, I had a video essay that went up yesterday on YouTube as well about uh, Elden Ring and why it feels like a Greatest Hits album from, some, from Software's last hmm. decade and why sometimes that's okay. I am deliberately not playing Elden Ring in its current form or listening to any of that sort of content because I'm going fresh. I'm going to go in fresh when the full game comes out and mm -hmm. not before. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Dave Scrub. Thank you for reminding me. Toffee time. <laughs> yeah. Got to wake up the sleepy dog. Toffee, 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 do his little dance, do his little goodbye dance, because he's a very tolerant dog. My last dog would be biting my hands off at this point, but he doesn't. Because he tuts up with everything. <laughs> he is a very tolerant dog. It could just because oh, I just because because he's frightened of me, and in which case I'd feel like an asshole. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. No, you would, no, you're not friend of me. You wouldn't snuggle up to me so much if you were frightened, would you? Would you? No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> like I say, he puts up with a lot. This. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just laughing that he doesn't react. Yeah, maybe Toffee's just like if I just it'll just go away if I if, if I play dead. Okay, everyone. Uh, I guess that'll be it. Thanks for watching. Slightly something else on the subject of the game awards. Mm -hmm. uh, I was Yahtzee Croshaw. Follow me on Twitter at Yahtzee Croshaw. Yeah, I'm McBiggity. Follow or I'm Marty. Follow me at McBiggity. Jesus Christ! You could be, you could be McBiggity and Marty's lever. That's that is allowed. my Christian, my Christian name, McBiggity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that'll be it. Mm -hmm. Bye, bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.